This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because at 50 and 44 right now, not in last place in the no. American League East, not in last place at all in MLB best nine and two in July. Red Sox take two of three with the Cubs, and now they head to Oakland to take on a team that they should sweep. If the Red Sox want to make the biggest impression they can on Heim Bloom, then have us sitting here on Thursday talking about a Red Sox team that is 12 and 2 in July and it makes Alex Cora sound very prophetic when he mentioned with us the last time he was on if we can win 15 of 20 and yep. put together a run look out. I do not think that was him just spitballing I said it all last week this is what he does he gives you I bet there was some sort of meeting that they had Either it was with the coaches and, and Bloom not associated with, like, what? hey, guys, what do we need to do to convince Bloom to go all in? Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be substantial. Okay, let me remember that. 15 out of the last 20 is what we got to do. That'll put us at here. That'll, that'll get us to the last game against the Braves, against a really good team. And that'll prove to him that, that this team is worth spending. So right now, what do they got? Eight games left, and they, they have two more games to lose in that eight games to be 15 and 20. Yep. So, they, like we said, we got they got the A's three games against the A's, and you were mentioning their record. It's freaking horrendous. Twenty five so wins. Bad. It's unbelievable. It it should be. I I hate doing the whole hey guaranteed thing, but this there should be like a side bet we have for the parlay three and zero against these guys. Here's what the Red Sox are banking on: that not only they're going to beat Oakland, they're going to dominate Oakland. That it looks like two of the three games they're going to have openers. Instead of starters. Now, still remains to be seen. Maybe there could be a call-up or something like that. But I do believe the last time the A's were in town, it was two openers. And it looks like this time there might be two openers. Which, from a Red Sox standpoint, doesn't that tell you how they really feel about playing Oakland? Is that not so much that we can back off the accelerator, but we feel so good in what we have. We can throw openers out there against an Oakland team that is, I think it's minus 253 in run differential. That is amazingly hard to do. Yeah, this is one of the situations where you listen. Like, in order to get to that 15 to 20, you guys have to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. Yes. You have to beat them. Then you got Hammer a three-game them. series. Yeah, you, it can't, leave no doubt. Yeah. Then you got a three-game series against the Mets, and let's say you go one, uh, let's say you Two out of three. The Mets are inventing ways to lose yeah. baseball games, by the way. Third baseman took one off the nose to allow the Dodgers to get, I think, a go-ahead run this weekend. So it's 3-0 against the A's, 2-3 and three against the Mets, and then you split with the A's. Interesting. 
So I mean, that, to me, that's when it, when you get to the Mets, I feel like now you're really who knows what the hell. But you said that the Mets are inventing ways to lose, but they can also just wake up and suddenly well, they're if, like good. If, if both their starters go yeah. out, and you know, if, if it's uh, Verlander and Scherzer and gives you seven innings, and the next thing you know, you've uh, flipped a, a losing streak around. So we acknowledge that the Red Sox are hot. They will take on the A's right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEEI Red Sox Network. That's a 940 Eastern Ooh. first pitch, I do believe, in front of 10 people. Uh, uh, you know what? I forgot to check the Woo Sox schedule. Uh, I wondered if the Woo would do better numbers than Red Sox A's. However, this is also a situation where a lot of Red Sox fans can get easy tickets and go see their team take on the A's. And for those of you watching on Twitch, good morning to the Twitchers, twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. You saw the uh, Mets infielder taking it right off the schnoz over the weekend to allow a run to score. So we acknowledge the Red Sox are hot. You want to get in on them, feel free at 617-779-7937 because Foye over the weekend, it happened. DeAndre Hopkins signed, and it did not go the way you and I thought it would. It felt like the Patriots had the leg up. They're, at least in theory on paper, a better team than Tennessee. If you listen to DeAndre Hopkins' own words where he talks about GM stability and quarterback and defense, nope, it looked like it was all about the money. However, this is pretty interesting because Diana Russini, who is notorious for getting stuff wrong, says it's a two-year, $15 million deal that can reach yada yada in incentives. And then there is the two-for-24 report that's out there, I think it is, where it can be bumped up in incentives. The bottom line is that this guy wanted money first and foremost, got as much as he could. It did not match the the whole one year that Odell Beckham got, but it is interesting that Tennessee is the choice over New England. I mean, it's, to me, it's very simple. And I see, like, uh, a lot of the Patriot fans out there trying to rip and excuse this away uh, as Hopkins being, like, a, you know, such a, an arrogant, you know, selfish, muddy, money-grubbing, you know, guy that doesn't care about his legacy. He shouldn't care about his legacy right now. He's 31 years old. He should be only caring about about the money. He should go where the money is, all the money is. And I don't I think this was a sub, substantial difference when it can when it comes to what the Patriots were offering and what the Tennessee Titans were offering. Because you don't become a legacy guy until you're 34. Like when this contract is over, he'll find a team that has like, you know, that's established like the Pats, like the K- Kansas City, and then he'll join that team at at league minimum. He'll play one year, he'll barely play, he may catch 10 passes. He's not at that stage right now. He's going for the most money he sh- he can get, and he should, right? Why should he take a pay cut I never, to play for the Patriots? I will never begrudge an athlete for going with money first. I mean, it's their right, and to, to the point we brought it up, you only have X amount of time to make the overwhelming majority of money that can set you up for the rest of your life. I don't besmirch DeAndre Hopkins for that at all. Um, the part of me where I'm a little betwixt in between is what in the world did the guy really sign for? And is this another sign of just Bill Belichick institutional arrogance 
who, even when Randy Moss came here, he made Randy Moss earn it for a year and then gave him the contract of the, okay, you came here, you did well, now we will pay you what was back then near the top of the market, which was around $9 bucks. That's the part that gets me. Is this just Bill is Bill? And I wonder if they viewed Juju Smith-Schuster at what looks like, again, funny money, stupid NFL paper contract, where it looks like it's $8 bucks for Juju, and we can go into the details, and again, anybody who actually wants to learn about the cap can figure all that stuff out. Um, did they value him less than Juju? Was it a pure... Hey, listen, you you got released. You have no options. So here's what we're willing to give you. You then turn around, go ahead, and make that decision. Because to me, this was pretty simple to do. And I, I even brought it up earlier. Guarantee some salary to get the guarantee number up there if an agent needs to powder himself because, oh, I got this deal for my guy. This one was easy for New England to do, and they just don't want to go there. And – this was a whiff. This was clearly a whiff. Now this is a I, whiff by, so by New you, England. So you think they blew they it? They should have. They, did they blow it? This was an easy do. It was you know two years at whatever million. Figure out how to guarantee it, even if you wanted to bake in the the third year of the deal in there. This was easy for New England to do. It really was. I'm disappointed they didn't do it because here's the thing. I'll take some heat from the uneducated, and yes, I did call some the uneducated, because it's, oh my God, he got to sign everybody. Chris Sale needs $400 million. This guy needs $400 million. Mm. Give him the franchise. I don't care. People overreact to, to signing everyone. Sign the right ones. I would have traded a first-round pick a couple years ago to go get the, or two years ago, to get Devontae freaking Adams. Are you kidding me? That's worth going for. People want picks traded for like Dion Branch and people like that, which is just silly. This was a pure cash transaction. They didn't have to trade any. They read the market perfectly. They did because there were people who were screaming on this radio station, trade the picks, do what you have to do, go trade for them, da-da-da. No, no. They knew that people weren't going to overreact. Ultimately, the player gets cut. It's right there for you. You've read the market 90% right. Now it's right there in front of you. You nailed it. You knew there was no sap that was going to give a second-round pick to go get this guy. Then it became purely a cash transaction. And for the whole, you know, oh, uh, cap spending and cash spending, please, please, uh, do some homework before you start rolling that out. This is this has nothing to do with money. This has everything to do with the thoughts of one man and one man only, and that is Bill B. Hoodsworth. So just to kind of cap it before we break. Bill didn't want to do it. Bill blew it. Bill I feel like you're saying that he, he blew it, but you don't want to say he blew it. In this instance, definitely, okay, because good. it is a high-end player. You don't pay a ton of money for... Mike Onwenu, you may you don't pay a ton of money for Josh Uche because get ready if Uche gets eleven sacks, or you got to pay him ninety million. Here they come! Oh, you got to go nuts! No, 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 no. This was a different kind of guy. This is a different kind of player. And yeah, they had it. They read it ninety percent right. 
All they had to do was just get the head coach to get on board and stroke that check. And Bill doesn't want to do it. That, I don't know, and Christian, we'll, we'll unpack because I know I'm on a roll here. Yeah, yeah. This is not about Robert Kraft. This is not about spending. This is about the thoughts of the head coach, and you can go all the way back to Randy Moss, who is a better player than uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and Bill made that guy come here and eat a turd sandwich for a year to prove it before he gave him the money. 